0: Hey there everybody. Welcome to Reading start, Minds and Solving Crimes. I'm your host Abik Basu and this is a podcast between three close friends where we watch episodes of The Mentalist and talk about it. Uh, joining me as always, we have Chris Sacco. What is going on, Mentalist fans? And Scott Lee.
1: Hey, what's going on everybody? <laughs> I was going to say insert catchphrase
0: and then I and then I didn't. And then, what <laughs> we're gonna fix it in post is the plan. Yeah, <laughs> we'll you we'll just put have, something else I, 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 I'm
1: sending you a file that has 50 catchphrases. So <laughs> we'll add lib we'll, our way through an entire it.
0: episode without actually watching the Mentalist.
1: If you I, had a catchphrase on this podcast, what would it be?
2: I, I mean, isn't I don't have good catchphrases. Isn't the? Isn't the? I mean, I guess the name of the podcast is sort of the catchphrase. I feel like if we had a different podcast name. No, I'm saying just... like personally, personally, not for oh, the podcast. Oh, like if each of us had a catchphrase? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I can think of, per- I don't <laughs> think anyone, I say what I up a lot.
0: myself again. Yeah, I don't know if anybody <laughs> says that.
2: Uh, this is for the people. I mean, sounding crimes, I think, is a big. Sounding crimes is Yeah.
0: Oh, God.
1: I feel like I repeat a couple phrases many times, so one of those. Well, to, be to be fair. fair. <laughs> to be, fair. Oh, no, to be fair, I think that might be my catchphrase.
0: <laughs> Is it oh, a catchphrase
2: or a crutch? Let's figure
0: this out.
2: <laughs>
1: I just try to mix it up so that I don't say like as much, and I just say that when I would say <laughs>
0: Have you gotten to the point where when you say it, you realize you're saying it? No, I, so I
1: did for a bit, yeah. and then I realized I was still saying it a lot. So now I've just blocked it back just out forgot. again, and just I don't. Co- I, don't just I don't close
0: it out. Close don't that don't door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Throw yeah. away the key, dude.
2: None of it matters.
1: <laughs> and, and then I and then I had the scary thought because I've given a lot of scientific presentations. Do I also talk like that when I'm giving scientific presentations? <laughs> and then and then I immediately also close that door because I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to know the answer to that scientific question. Either
0: <laughs> conversations don't really have like a back and right because it's usually you tell. Like, you know it's like you're not gonna say to yeah. be fair to your own, like you know to uh, no yeah like i would never say to that your but, own I'm sure, but i'm sure <laughs> yeah. that i
2: have
1: uh-huh. similar idioms uh-huh. that i say that i repeat a lot I'd, when i give would, a presentation
2: i bet i would bet you've probably said to be fair at the q a section of your presentations like when There's you get to couple? the end of this yeah when you get to the end of the slide deck and you're like anyone got any questions
1: I can tell you what I have said a lot. That's a really good question. Why don't we talk about this afterwards? And then you dip.
0: (laughs) And immediately dip. (laughs) Uh, Did I say afterwards? I meant the afterlife. Peace. peace. That's (laughs) my catchphrase. I'll talk to you when you're dead. (laughs) Because I'm gonna kill you myself.
1: (laughs) Oh oh yeah, we're running that experiment right now. I'll 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 email you the results once we get there.
2: First of all, how dare you ask me
0: that question? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh God. How's the How's the week been? We watched this episode. The episode we're gonna talk about together again. We did. Wow. It It was a good episode. There's uh, so so the, for the people at home we we've been doing for about two years almost now we've been playing uh, a board game called Gloomhaven. Yo, pump those numbers up! I think it's like three and a half, dog. Oh, listen! That right? time is I don't know what time anymore. <laughs> time but. is a flat circle. <laughs> I think
2: I think I think Scott and Emily, maybe you guys have been for probably like three years. We want to
1: do we want to br- bring this up because I'm still salty
0: about it. You so. should be well.
2: We played. Listen, for like, you had to go and fucking live
0: oh, don't, in, a, in don't, a, across don't, the
1: country, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. Let me quote. Let me quote a Vic here for real quick. Okay. <laughs> oh, don't buy Gloomhaven. We'll get it when we're all back together. Yeah. We can play together. Cue a Vic buying it, playing without us.
2: I mean, I got to, I got to play it. Also, <laughs> also says says the guy who all he does is play new characters like every round, which is like the, it's well, not I mean, my fault. It's not my fault. I'm good at the game, and I retire
0: a lot of characters. <laughs> This is it's also funny consider anytime we play like uh like a Valheim or any any of those like survival games where it's like there'll be like a group of eight people playing together and it'll be like, oh this is great, we played ten hours, all right, let's play again tomorrow. And then- you take a break, and you come back the next day, and Scott's in with, like, late-game armor and everything. <laughs> like, he's like, hey, guys, what's going on? I just played for 30 hours straight, but it's cool. <laughs> just trivializing any difficulty. Hey, look, it was difficult the first time I did it. <laughs> <That's>, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here with a wooden stick trying to survive, and Scott's over there with a the fucking, like, M14 being like, I failed to see what the issue is in this situation. All
1: right, I am an object-oriented gamer, alright? <laughs> Guess
0: so. Uh, I don't even know where where I was going with this, but... We watched it together. That's what you're talking about. In between between
1: games of Gloomhaven. Yes.
0: No, no, the reason I have to bring it up is because it's so funny because I know Scott is jonesing so bad to play because he finally has a new character. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, it's not
1: that bad because I haven't painted the figurine yet.
0: Oh. Okay. Are Are you saving that for like the night before? I
1: don't know. I mean, I until we, like, com- I'll probably, yeah, do it whenever we do plan to play. I'll make sure it's painted. Because no. they are hideous when they're unpainted.
0: <laughs> yeah, when they're just gray, they're kind of Like I just so don't gray. get how you get, like, I don't know, like, the granularity of it. I feel like it's very impressive. Like, it's a very tidy statue to...
1: It's really not that, like, it, it's one of those things that you're like, this is impossible, and then you, like, do it, and you're like, oh, this isn't so bad. <laughs>
0: The key is really small paintbrushes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you have one of those, like, little, like, uh, I don't like, a the magnifying, magnifying thing? Yeah. That you can, like, put uh, on one the, eye. The and... jeweler's glasses? Yeah,
2: exactly. I do not. I just have my laser eyes. One of my other buddies, uh, he, he, way back in the day, he used to paint a ton of minis for D&D, and he has this, like, lighted magnification box that's like open on the sides and has like a magnifying glass that you look through and it's mm-hmm. got a backlight on it. So he get like, I was looking, I'm like, this is actually really neat. Like it zooms it in real hard, which would probably yeah. I, I find it, it hard easier. to
1: orient your hands though. Yeah. I think it takes,
2: that. it takes a little practice, I think, yeah. to get used to it. But seems knowing, neat. knowing
1: a big things with messing with his like optic vision and stuff with the uh VR situation you had. <laughs> you'd probably like start like smacking the walls again. No, well, oh, yeah, I don't know what to
0: do with my hands. It ain't for me, that's for sure. <laughs> uh where can where can people find us if uh they wanna uh, uh God <laughs> I'm gonna let this roll. Oh no! Hang on—he's—he's he's drowning. If Somebody there's, help. if there's something, you know, if someone wants to just shoot off a uh, a limerick at us, you know, where can they find us? Or, or if you have friends being awkward and you want to put one of them on blast,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: just shoot shoot them up, Hit up. Uh, I'm trying to come up with a limerick in my head right now that will Uh-oh. work here. Oh, good luck with that. Um, hold, I'm ready. Let's 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 workshop this. You would have uh, a better shot with that haiku. If you want to drop us a line, you can do it at any time. Go to Twitter.com. It's really the bomb. And hit us at at Minds Crimes. That was fucking good off the top of my head. That wasn't even that bad. This is I, I don't know, was
0: changing my headsets. I didn't hear. <laughs> want- <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're
1: the worst. Uh, I, would say, I would say four out of ten. What? Cr- crimes is a, is a very questionable slant rhyme for time.
2: <laughs> okay. Crimes and time,
1: yeah. Crimes and time do not rhyme, but that does. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's it's good enough. Anyways, if you want to tweet at that's us, why,
1: that's why I called it slant rhyme. Right?
2: <laughs> if you want to, if you want to try to do better off the top of your head limerick, hit us at at And if you want to send us some emails, it's it's mindcrimes at gmail.com. Bada bing, bada boom.
0: <laughs> and I, dude, I have to think of a better transition, but. If people want to find the episode, this is like a cruel (laughs) joke at this point, dude. If people want to find the episode, where can they find it, Scott?
1: I will be uh, setting up a projector outside my house, and I will be airing all episodes on a loop
0: Ooh, it gonna for be popcorn! Perpetuity. You're gonna have a little popcorn maker.
1: I will make if you show up. I will make you popcorn. Oh shit, dude!
2: That's free popcorn, baby! Please, please don't show up at Scott's house. That will be very unsettling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but he, I mean, he's the one with the free popcorn, dude. I guess it's right. That? I'm coming over for popcorn for free. <laughs> Currently,
1: we are searching for a reliable source. They are available for rent on all of the platforms that rent things, well, including YouTube. YouTube, and not limited to voodoo. Oh, good god! Dude. Wait,
2: does YouTube pre like? I wonder if it comes with YouTube Premium.
1: I don't think I don't think yeah. anything comes with YouTube Premium. <laughs> YouTube Premium uh, is just like hey, it's just don't watch ads, which is you know not close bad. to being worth it. Not bad. I, I think it also comes with YouTube, YouTube
0: music, but...
1: Yeah, but that's, like, Google music. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's $12 a month? Yeah, it's... Like, if it was, like, $5, i would be in.
0: I'd have it already. <laughs> $12 a month is a lot. I, I know. I assume it's for the music. I, I don't... Because uh, I do Spotify, so it's totally fine. Yeah. But, you know, I guess if if it's, like, truly what you use to stream music...
2: But you also like um, you also get picture in picture yeah. on, on mobile. It's I mean, called the second monitor, dog. No, no, no everyone's no, no. When, got <laughs> one. When it's on mobile, I use picture in <laughs> picture on mobile a lot when I'm on Twitch and yeah, stuff. Yeah, for Twitch. Yeah. No. But like I you
1: mean, can also play videos when your screen's closed, which is like, go fuck yourself, YouTube.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's uh, kind of uh, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb.
0: Yeah, and they the odd come We're gonna we're gonna be knocked off the Google Play Store. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, hey, why is episode twenty six not up on Google Play Store? Good, I don't, I don't no know. one's
1: listening to it there anyway. Yeah. Yeah, go, well, and you if you su-
0: are, you're awesome. <laughs> go yeah, so you've, you've, you've made it through.
2: <laughs> go
0: subscribe to Spotify; it's better anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, what did we what did we think about? The season finale of season two. Which I didn't even say the name of it. What's the name of it? Oh god. I'm not Red preparing. Sky Red Sky
1: in the morning. Red Sky in the morning. Here's here's my synopsis of my feelings about it. It was a fine regular episode of the season.
2: <laughs> yeah, seemed pretty normal. <laughs> <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing out of the ordinary happened.
0: Is it I, I don't think it's unfair to say it's probably the worst of the red jot episodes, right? Yeah. I don't yeah, think you I did think anything so. singularly. But it's bad. the first time that we see Red John. I so mean, yeah, that was kind of we cool. don't know.
1: Well, well yeah, but
0: that, it's it seems like it's leading or like you can make the assumption that it's Red John.
2: Yeah, I think. I mean, I
0: think it's pretty
1: hard inferred that it is Red John.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't uh, think it's too much of a stretch to get there. Why? All right. So before we even get into it, why do we? Th- all right. So like. Why do we not like it? Because, like, I'm not... I'm trying to well, think... I think...
2: So, I, I just take umbrage to that. It's not that I didn't like it. I liked yeah. the episode. I just don't think it was as strong as the other Red John episodes, and I think that's what I'd like to explore. I think the other Red John episodes were, like... the. I mean, the very first episode of the series, you're like, okay, this is setting the tone for what this shit is. And then the final episode of that season and... The middle episode where the guy gets killed in Tijuana, those are like pretty like monumental episodes in this guy has connections everywhere. Yeah. So it it feels like it was a little bit more of the same. And the only difference is Christine is implicated.
0: Yeah. And we don't really know what her like. I don't know if this is a situation where like in the season premiere of the next season, we're going to find out more information because it feels like that's a shoe that's still to be dropped. This so the reason I didn't like it as a finale is because this is when a show that has clearly
1: already been signed for a season three, like has a season finale that's literally a cliffhanger.
2: Yeah, I think
1: we're gonna. And get, I just I
2: just don't like that. I think we're gonna get that for six more or four more seasons or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. But I just don't like this. Like I want. Any kind of resolution, like, it doesn't have to be, like, we find out who Red John is, but at least, like, the other ones had resolution where, like, the guy died at the end, right? Like, the guy that they were chasing, like, was concretely dead. And, like, that was the end of that thread. But, like, this episode, and we get nothing. Besides, Patrick Jane gets kidnapped all the time. Like, put a fucking (laughs) homing beacon on him. He's He's just always been kidnapped. Yeah, I do like that he was like,
0: eh, "No, I'm gonna go." I'm still gonna go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think. So the the funny thing is, like, as far as it, I mean, it, you know, it being the weakest, I think, of the Red John episodes, it's still exciting because I think the idea, like, the idea of Red John is still exciting. You know, like, of having this kind of nemesis. Um, the end I think having a copycat killer is also great. Like, I think I think that's a really interesting premise, um, which was actually the first episode too, right? But like, Mm -hmm. there wasn't a lot of, like at that point we didn't really know who Red John was. But the idea of Red John being pissed off at someone copying, like, you know, like acting as him, I think is a really interesting thing to kind of um, explore. I I think this is probably one of the most noticeable times where it's like, it's like 42 minute runtime kind of, um, was like super noticeable, you know. Like I, I feel like they probably could have used two episodes, like if a little bit better, like it, to maybe set up the Christina Fry stuff on the episode before, and then maybe focus more on Red John on this episode. But um, I think I think that was very similar to the complaint that we kind of all had
2: at the season finale of season one, where you wanted it to be two episodes, not because, not because the content was bad or anything but like it just needed a it needed more time to breathe i remember i think i remember specifically saying everything just needed a little more space to breathe so whether it's a two episode I think we've
0: said that like generally i don't because even on that episode it didn't feel like the pacing was like it didn't feel nearly as bad as this episode to me
2: i don't know if that episode to me the the season finale of season one was like Stuff's happening, and then oh my god, they're in a dungeon, and this guy's dead. Like yeah. the and the beginning of it seemed fine, and then the end was like a snap, and all of the climax and of the episode was like just really, really fast. Like the tension just dissipated immediately, which I was like, eh, about this yeah. so That's just, the same
1: thing that happened in this episode, right? Like, yeah, like, there was there was a lot of buildup, but no real. I guess the payoff was like.
0: The people getting shot. But we didn't care about them. Well, the problem was that because it's a cop, like, it wasn't, at least with, like, this end of season one, like, it was, the whole episode was still about Red John, right? It was, like, we found out about Red John's, like, past more so, right? Like, the fact that Yeah, there was someone else we lived with, like like we would have characters who have interact, like the whole episode had a a through line with actual Red John, whereas the problem with this episode is that because it's a copycat killer, which again, I'm really excited about that idea, it was like 80% nothing to do with Red John, and then like maybe 10 minutes of Red John total, like as far as like. Yeah, he
1: pops in at the end to kill two murderers that we don't care about. And then, and then whatever then, connection he
0: has with Christina Fry—that's like the Friday. only thing that yeah. we have for for Red John. So yeah, I mean, I, she's I, definitely guilty. I was gonna say, is she dead?
1: No, no, she's like an accomplice.
2: Yeah. Is that, that what that's it, more? Is that what you got from it? Hundred percent, hundred percent.
0: I don't, I don't know a hundred percent, but it definitely felt more like she was like they were they're they're in some kind of like. Accord together, like I don't know if that means that they're like both against, you know, like they're both working against jo- uh, Jane or anything. But see, I don't, I, I didn't read it that way. But I guess maybe I'm just, but
2: like I read it more that he actually kidnapped her, and when he was like Christina gives her regards, it was more in the sense of like I'm going to kill her now. Sorry,
0: could be, yeah. I, I feel like it's left pretty, um, it's semi ambiguous, but I, yeah. No uh but yeah let's let's uh do you want to just get into the episode sure yeah let's see Yeah. i <laughs> dude, i hate when i just have the feeling of like wanting to sneeze the whole time yep. um, pineapple <laughs> so this episode starts off with uh jane and christina on a date and- <laughs> wait hold on time out so when
2: when we were talking at the end of last week's podcast uh, and you guys are like, so what do you got predictions for the last episode? We had literally just finished talking about how if Christina shows up in this episode, it's real bad news for her. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh no, I've seen this already. So in my head, I'm like, well,
0: she's totally fucking dead, and that's that. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised that like people like were so confident that she was dead, and then I was like, okay, I mean, if she shows up in back to back episodes like that. She- she gone. Clearly, she there's something, gone. something. Something's not gonna. And then, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So they're they're on a date together. They're on a, like, a nice little dinner. Um, I did chuckle a little bit because <laughs> Christina is clearly trying to like. This is like her first date move, which is to like showcase that she has this talent of like reading people. <laughs> so she's like, like the waiters come back, hey, what do you want to eat? And she's like, I feel that you had a death in your family <laughs> or something. But the, the funny thing is the camera's pointed at Jane the whole time. And Jane is just like, what the fu- dude, I don't believe any of this. Like this is garbage, man. Why is in front of me? Jane was basically giving the look you would give if your
1: like cousin showed up to Walmart without wearing pants on. You're like, we're doing this again. <laughs> Come this on. is
2: what
0: this is what we're doing. Why? You're embarrassing me in public. <laughs> I thought it was hysterical. <laughs> the waiter the waiter was having a, a great old time and Jane was like, I, we're having uh, she's having the salad and I'm having the seafood. Please, <laughs> sir, leave us. <laughs> he
2: he looks like he's about to have a panic attack because he runs into the bathroom and is like heavy breathing and like pacing back and forth and goes and washes his hands and like they end the the scene like that that image with him just fiddling with his wedding band no and he's just like uh, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, He's probably just gonna go nix this date because he realized he's way in over his head. Um, goes back to the table and tries to say something, and uh, gets Van, bailed out. Van Pelt calls him.
0: Yes, because back <laughs> at the CBI office, uh, Van Pelt's muttering about the damn internet because she got like a a video link, not YouTube, but a video link for uh. <laughs> Uh, via email or something and it was like this creepy snuff film where it's like this dude walking into someone's house in the middle of the night uh, coming across someone and then you know she gasps Uh, that's when he calls Jane and then the camera pans up and there's the uh, Red John smiley on the wall and we know it's a Red John episode yeah baby (laughs) (laughs) but yeah yeah
2: so, he goes. They go back to the station, and um, Jane goes to Hot. Like, I thought this was kind of interesting because Jane specifically goes out of his way to talk to Hightower and be like, "Look, Christina's gonna insist that she goes to this to this um, crime scene. She can't go." Like, she cannot go. I don't want her there. It's not going to be helpful. It's not good for anyone. And part of me was like, is he being selfish and just, like, he does say, like, the Red John case is mine. Yeah. So is it pure selfishness that he's like, I'm going to find this man and, and get my revenge? Or is it that he doesn't want to implicate her in any sort of potential death of her? And, like, there's throughout the episode, there's that... that theme is kind of sort of pops up throughout it but this is like the first shot of that
0: i didn't get it from that particular point um because i thought that part was more because you know she follows them back to the cb office and then she's already like making predictions right because she says like oh yeah like you're about to find the body soon like it's gonna be near a body of water And this and that, which to be fair, they're in
1: fucking California.
0: (laughs) Listen, you you say just the Pacific
1: and all that. Yeah,
0: but that's exactly what Jade would hear too, and be like, "This fuck? Are you fucking kidding me right now?" (laughs) When you find her dead, she will not have a pulse. On a good day, he gets frustrated at what she does, right? But now, like, this is like. This is red John, right? This is like all fucking hands on deck kind of situation for him, right? This is no more playing around and out and they hear she is right there, like again, probably irritating the hell out of him. Um So that's what what I, what I found funny is that what when, when he kinda of takes uh, High tire aside and kind of says that, um <laughs> Christina Fry is like right there, basically. Yeah, because like definitely within ears, yeah. <laughs> Cause she, because the second uh, High Times like, all right, like listen, that's like that's totally okay. Is like two seconds later, she shows up and she's like, I get the feeling that I I am not wanted here. <laughs> it was so um. stupid. That was so stupid. <laughs> 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 um, but she is right because they do get a call from someone being like, oh, they found a body. Um. So, oh, and the other thing that we find out, and this is kind of where, like, I was first, like, oh, yeah, it's definitely going to be a copycat, right? Because they mentioned that the the video link, like, was, like, put on online and, like, it's already gotten, like, a million views or something. So, it's, like, (laughs) like, if there's a telltale sign that, you know, that's not going to be Red John, Red John's not going to be fucking, like, live tweeting his, uh, his murders, or like, yo, ch- yo, check out my TikTok <laughs> <laughs> at Red John, dude. At Red John Thirteen. At At the real Red John. Yeah. <laughs> Blue check mark. Red check mark. <laughs> what 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 song would he have? But it It would be like Mad World, right? He would have some fucking dopey ass shit. Mad World. Yeah. What is yeah, Mad World? Yeah, I know you are talking Donny Darko. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Well, I you'll, I
0: mean, you'll, I'll play it. Uh, all right. I was
1: gonna say Smashing Pumpkins, but it's not Smashing Pumpkins. Anyways, what? Maybe.
0: Anyway. Who does Mad World? Oh, I. I don't. Well, whatever. Um. But <laughs> what were you saying? Oh, oh, yeah. So, um, I think Jane goes by himself to check out the the body, right? Mm-hmm. What happens here, Scott? Uh
1: so we get the return of uh apparently the guy's name is Brett Partridge who is the uh like forensic guy that showed up in the first episode which also involved the Red John copycat. I know Sus- what's that what's going on. Suspicious much? Anyway, the ghoul. The ghoul. <laughs> um so the victim is Marley Sparrow, which is a weird name. Um but uh, so Jane investigates the crime scene and basically he has a, a, mini sparring match, I guess you could say with Brett Partridge where, uh, the guy again is like convinced it's Red John and Jane's like, it's not Red John. And he's like, oh, well, we'll see what the evidence says. And he's like, all right, fine, but it's not Red John. Uh, and he talks a little bit about Marley and that she was like a young, aspiring, expi- uh, aspiring like artist, or maybe she wanted to be a teacher, um but she hadn't decided yet uh and at some point we meet uh her two friends slash roommate uh ruth and dylan uh who are in fact the murderers spoiler alert (laughs) a bunch bunch
0: of film geeks Mm -hmm.
1: but they say that she that marley had a boyfriend named grady ship um but they had never actually met him. Uh, every time that he came over, he waited in his car, and and the reason they gave, I think, was that uh, Marley said that he was a cop, and that they thought she didn't want to like be seen like hanging out with the cop, which apparently was also not cool back then.
0: <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> um, and that they had met in a criminology course titled "Serial Killers as Marketing." Um, and uh, at that point, they end up going to a bar, which was nice to see, because it's been a while since we've had, like, the team hangs out at a bar or restaurant. I feel like that was, like, a popular season (laughs) one scenario, and it seems like it's been a while.
0: When they're more laid back.
1: Yeah. Uh, And the big thing there is that as they're sitting, having a drink and or food stuff and discussing the case, uh, there's a TV on, and Jane sees that... um, christina fry is on some daytime talk show looks like uh and it happens if you see that she's or he sees that she's talking about red john and that uh he you know he can he still has time to change and that she knows that he could like do the right thing um and with that jane immediately runs out of the restaurant slash bar because he knows what's about to happen
0: this was i this was probably a really good scene, or I think it was a really good scene because um the second the second you saw Christina Phi on the like on yeah. TV I was it was just like, oh no, like you could tell yep. the writing was on the wall like and, and it did a really good job of almost mimicking like pound for pound what Jane did or what we saw Jane do um in the first episode, right Where the well, it was the flashback of the first episode.
2: Yeah, it was it was uh, <clears throat> simultaneously the same, but the complete antithesis, because what Jane was saying was that Red John's like a tiny little man and like a vile human, mm-hmm. but it was still addressing directly to, he was speaking directly to Red John, and I think yeah. that's, that's like where the similarity ends. I mean, other than it was like, you're interviewing this woman about this, you're this psychic woman, but her whole thing was like, Red John's a nice guy. He's just misled or something, which is... I
0: think they were both like Projecting the this idea of knowing exactly what Red John's about, you know. I, yeah, I think that that's where like I think the ire, if any ire would come, like, that's where the ire
1: is. Like, you think Red John's just like fl- like sitting on the couch and just like flicking through the channels, double checking if anyone's like happens to be talking about
0: him? <laughs> Yo, who's talking about me? Because <laughs> it's not, it's not like it's not like
1: there's DVR. No. You know, is he just like being? VH- mean, not think, like? Did,
0: uh, how old? Like, listen, DVR is ancient. Two thousand
1: nine. You think you think that every, he had DVR two thousand nine? Yeah,
0: two thousand nine was not like the stony. <laughs> and the the only way you can Sacco's, find out what. Sacco's it, investigating, and this seems like <laughs> biopic all over again. when, when do you think TiVo was out? You
2: think TiVo yeah. was like a? <laughs> the, the, I'm I'm gonna ask. I, I actually want to ask that question because when do when do you think? Uh, Tivo and Replay TV showed up.
1: I'm gonna say it first emerged 2007.
2: All right, a bit. Yeah, I'd say like probably like 2004, 2005. 1999.
0: Okay, was, yeah, no, was I the mean, first like, Tivo.
2: That's so oh, early. Was is Tivo, the company, or Tivo the no, like digital we're vi- about- digital video recorders DVRs appeared on the market in 1999 from Replay TV and Tivo. So, Were they on
1: like spool and reel? What was the recording medium? It's a
2: digital video recorder. It was
0: a hard drive. So what was so funny Since is that like, do you press remember? F to doubt, <laughs> or or maybe you never because, but like, do you remember like the insane subscription fees for TiVo? Yeah. Like TiVo was like, like bonkers. It was insane, yeah. like... Well, that's what, what I'm saying, do. is,
1: like, how expensive... What? Like, that's not so... Like, I would like yeah, we to We don't know, see Maybe he, He's, like, an oil the household, bear, dude. the household numbers. The dude lived, dude lived in a fucking... Ha- we know he lived in a house with a blind woman who just played piano for him. Yeah, like, you think he one, does, that could be one of si- his houses, Seated around with his eight, like, big-ass widescreen <laughs> TVs that fill up an entire cabinet and his TiVo devices. Dude, maybe
0: he put all that money into TiVo, dude.
2: <laughs> I mean 2000 so by the time this happened was the switch from analog to digital, so everything was digital. 2009 was the June 2009 was a year that it was federally mandated that all television signals were digital. So DVR, I think was fairly common by the time this episode I think came fairly out.
1: fairly common is the stretch.
2: I think it's way more it's way more common than what you're thinking right now, Scott, cuz in your head you're like 1% of the richest people had DVR. What do you sure. think
0: was more common at that time? Was it DVR or was it uh HDTV? Ooh, or like 1080p TVs.
1: 2009? Yeah. Uh, probably like, DVR. That, was that when everyone was really into like plasma TVs? And then those went the way of the dodo, basically. Wait, you
0: called me out just because I had a plasma <laughs> yeah. TV. That wasn't directed specifically at you. I will remember that. The blacks and the contrast and the plasma TV are amazing. All right. Some yeah, would thanks. say reference quality. Hey, give me two seconds. I'm gonna go watch my 3D TV. <laughs> <laughs> I also have. <laughs> they were the same TV. <laughs> Oh, shit, my glasses are out of battery. <laughs> I mean, some of those
2: movies were pretty dope on your TV, though, Big, yeah. for real.
0: Uh, yeah, so so many Disney <laughs> movies, dude. Disney so, had but, me over a barrel. So I'm I'm
2: reading on the same website that's just got its Encyclopedia Britannica. Uh, by 2008,
1: <laughs> that they would know because this that was also their time to shine. By
2: 2008, about one third of all American homes had at least one high definition television set. One okay, third. Okay. What about wow. what
1: about DVR? I, that's <laughs> what
2: I, I'm trying to find that right.
1: Can't now. find it because
0: they didn't have it. <laughs> I am genuinely surprised that one in three for, for yeah. That HD seems crazy. TV. That seems yeah. Crazy. But that has to
1: be one in three of t. The homes that had TVs had Oh maybe. Yeah, maybe that. Alright, okay. Then, that's kind of so, Did you know like everyone and their dad was buying like the great you know, the newest thing that came out? No.
2: Two thousand so I, I don't know what this website, statista.com. I don't know. It's that sounds reliable. Show sources information. I can't I don't I'm not Yeah. There were twelve hundred respondents. It was a it was a poll done in twenty eleven and twenty seventeen. In 2011, 44 percent of households in the United States had a DVR. So you got to imagine so it's going to more back than a couple. half.
1: Yeah, so probably a third,
2: maybe. Yeah.
0: A- Which anyway, is, the 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 general thing is that DVR. So what you're saying is, odds are like- he doesn't have DVR. <laughs> My point stands. It's not this, like, this pie in the sky thing. Yeah. Like,
1: I mean, the, only,
0: what, we've learned the Pope, here, what
1: we've learned here is the majority of people Queen did of not England, have it.
0: <laughs> Barack Obama.
1: So, would this also have been, like, a weird time where, like, so so most people don't have DVR, but most people are also probably too embarrassed to still have VHS, and so you're just, like, not recording anything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> who's recording well, they, some of vhs tapes
1: that's what i'm saying is we're we're in a we're in a transition period at that time where most people wouldn't have had dvr yeah. but then most people would also be too embarrassed to still have a vhs and so then you're just not recording
0: things v- vhs is cool baby who doesn't like having a vhs uh my, my dad still loves his fucking if you VHS. Say, yeah. I was going to say, be careful, because saying that makes you sound creepy. <laughs> <laughs> It'll eventually come back. You know how, like, Vitals, like, yeah. super in now? Dude, there's yeah. no way VHS <laughs> comes back in. Just give it time, all right? Just give but it time.
2: So there's a difference between vinyl and VHS, right? The the I
1: actually don't believe that there. Is, I understand that in many people's minds there are, but I don't believe that there is. There's, there's, so
2: there's an audio quality difference that is that is not objectively better or worse from what we have. Like if you not, have lo- not objectively inferior or superior. If you have if you have lossless audio right now, it's going to be no. It's going to be no better or worse or superior, whatever you want to say, than a vinyl but VHS is just objectively worse than any video quality out there today no, and the audio is worse too what you're saying
0: is is also the same thing for VHS and if you have like a non HD TV no it's the exact i'm not same saying
2: that
0: i'm not saying that I
2: did actually say Wait, if you you have, have a non, someone, if you have a non HD yeah if you're rocking like a CRT TV and your your uh your display of the of the video is yeah. your limiting factor sure go ahead have a vhs and be cool I, but n- who has that
0: it might I, be it goes around because like i you know it's a four by if you I have think like a, a four by tv thing yeah like it's not so here here's what i here's
1: what i'll say about this is modern digital recordings are superior on every level except for one in compared to vinyl and that one aspect is nostalgia like they sound like like vinyl records sound, sound in a way that that you're you remember the way that music sounds. And Abic is exactly right that VHS is exactly the same way that if you watched a VHS tape on a shitty ass old TV, <laughs> it would look the way it looked when you watched it. And that it that has the same the same nostalgia value to it. <laughs>
0: Except, I'm, one, I'm except just saying, one's considered I'm just cool my, and what's considered crazy? <laughs> I'm just saying my Aladdin trilogy is gonna be worth hundreds, okay? 100. Hundreds. <laughs> no, um, it's not because you keep rewinding it and then rewinding shit, and rewinding. Oh, Shit! Did you ever have? Did you have the fucking like the car rewinders, the dedicated yeah, car we, rewinders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that shit was dope. Yeah, we sweet. we have gone on a quite <laughs> the The final thing I want to say about this is that the the one thing about like non HD TVs is that playing like SNES games or like old style games is so much better. Yep. When yeah, when it's non HD, and like a great example is um, this is an final, SNES Final Fantasy Seven. Well, just the sprites because they look like dull. Like I mean, like obviously the artists of the time made these sprites with that in mind right so like yeah. now that you have these like 4k tvs and like incredible yeah. quality they it use actually the makes blur really
2: nice.
1: yeah. they use the blur of the crt monitors to actually like blur the the hd the, the, the hd
2: remasters of those games look real nice though so but they just like
1: redid the, like they mimic the ye- like because a lot of uh, uh emulators will have the option that you can actually emulate the crt graphics yeah
0: there was Which improves the quality. There was um there's this horror game series called Silent Hill. And it's super it was like very popular amongst people. Didn't the- they make a movie about that? Yeah, it wasn't great. Um uh, <laughs> so it, it's like a very like pop like popular in that subculture of horror fans. <laughs> but um they like Silent Hill 2 is this amazing game and then they re- they created like a remaster of it, right? Uh, for modern consoles and they were like oh yeah it's like you know we, we did a brand new like graphics and stuff we were like we uprest everything and what they found out is that it made the game way less scary because you could just see like all the monsters in like the fog and stuff and where's was, where's the imagination it just it, they were like this is not this is not remotely scary but Anyway, all right. But well, that's also, like,
1: the, the games that ask you to adjust the thing so that the left one you can't see. Fuck you. Gamma's oh, yeah. going to 100. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm I mean,
0: seeing yeah. everything. Gamma up, baby. I used to do that until I was, like, I just spent five minutes looking for this dumbass key. And yeah. Like... Or, like, the light came in in my room.
1: Like, wow. the sun shone in, and then I can't see shit. Guess I ain't
0: going anywhere in this game. Good God. All right. <laughs> the All right. Were but we're one last. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know uh, where I'm we were. <laughs> I Christina think- Fry did it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chris- Christina Fry was on TV and then Jane runs in, right?
0: Yeah. So I think the next scene we have is like it's Jane and Hightower in the office with Christina Fry and Jane is fucking pissed. He's like, dude, like. You are doing. You did literally what I did at the time, and he killed my like my wife and my child. Like, like, do you understand like what it is that you just did? And you know, Fry is like, oh, it's fine. Like, you know, I'm just. You were talking shit. Like, I was, I was waxing poetic about him. Like, I believe he could. Like, I'm gonna get through to him or something. Um, and she's like, I have meetings to go to, and Jen's like, we need to put 24 hour protection on her. Like, goddammit. it.
2: Um, i do like that i do like that hightower in this in this situation is like for real though you fucked up and we don't have to protect you like yeah. it's not our job to make sure you're alive sorry you're an idiot
0: <laughs> you've kind of put us in this awkward position <laughs> yeah well um, but meanwhile they're so there was some stuff that happened like we um i wanna say before the c b i were like invest- they were interrogating the um the college professor who was like doing the like, the serial killer studies uh um, it was seen like a super shady character and then it went nowhere well, yeah <laughs> what was funny about her like <laughs> maybe I'm overthinking it, but it was it was one of those things where um. She she she's just like talking about nonsense and then she's like, Yeah, no, and then you know, I brought up this the topic of serial killers, and then someone mentioned Red John, and Lisbon's like, Oh, we need to know who that person is that mentioned Red John. And it's like, I feel like in this world, like Red John would be an incredibly like if you're gonna bring up serial killers, I feel like Red John would be up there it's as, gonna like come Someone up. that you had mentioned. Yeah, like I, I don't know if that's the red flag that you think
1: I did like her response though. When Van Pelt's like, "Who and who brought that up?" she's like, "Lady, I teach classrooms of like two hundred students, <laughs> and that was like nine months ago." Well. <laughs> Fuck if I know.
0: Come on, <laughs> I got pl- I got things to DVR. I can't be sitting here fucking talking to you. But is
2: is this the time where we found out that she also ran like the uh, the like cinema club or
0: whatever the hell she did? So we find that out pretty soon um afterwards because they don't they like look through the victim's belongings or something i forget exactly how they um, yeah oh,
1: you know why this episode this finale fell short why? Name one good line that Cho had this entire episode. Did Cho barely talked. He barely. Talked. He don't barely talk? I don't even know. Yeah. That, this is, that's
2: it. I, I he sussed it out. I think he spoke at the bar for like a second. Yeah, but... and he like talks to
1: the, I think they, when they go back to the professor, he talks to her for like a hot minute, but like, <laughs>
0: lack of Cho. Lack of Cho. Lack of Cho. Yeah, I'll chalk it up as a lack of Cho. <laughs> uh, the, well, the one one of the few scenes we see of Cho is I think Cho and Rigsby go to investigate this warehouse because um, there was this address <laughs> for this like the of a person they named. P- they
1: uh, pinged the I think was this the cell tower one? Where they ping the cell tower? No, this No, was, that was the previous episode, th- sorry. This
2: this was uh Jane when he went to Marley's house was like, send these these books back to the back to the CBI offices. They send him back, and Van Pelt ripped through one of uh, Marley's, like, writing books, and there's just a weird address in there written in somebody else's handwriting. It's not her handwriting. So they're like, oh, I wonder if that's Grady's apartment And it was, like, GS
0: or something. Yeah. Yeah. So they go to try and look and, you know, see what's going on over there. Uh, It's just, like, a big, empty-looking warehouse. They go upstairs, and they look, and they see that the walls are covered in... Red John, smiley faces, and you know, there's like a bucket of paint of varying quality. Yes, yeah. yeah. Some of the smileys aren't even smiling. It's very, it's very yeah. weird. I don't know how you messed that up, but you know. Look,
1: he's he was trying to figure it out. <laughs> he's an actor. He was, ex- he was exploring the space.
0: <laughs> uh and as they're kind of looking around in wonderment, that's when gunshots arrive from the from the roof. Someone's trying to kill him
2: terrible mm. shot like they're just great. standing there and they're not very far away so it should be easy to shoot these cops but they don't they miss real bad and then the guy comes like screaming careening down into the uh the room and the chase is on
0: <laughs> the chase is off pretty much after that because they immediately. get immediately. <laughs> yeah
2: that guy gets away and real never, fast
0: and there's nothing ever found out
1: from that person again well presumably that's grady ship right I think that's or, the idea. Well, yeah. Grady Ship doesn't exist.
0: I don't because I don't yeah. think it's um.
1: It's g- like a character Grady pseudonym that they gave to the guy whose mom got abducted.
2: Yeah, that was like a weird thing that just kind of happened out of nowhere, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. How I feel about any of that.
0: <laughs> they they sort of because um the there's like a one off line from like the dorm or like the RA from the college because he's like. Yeah, no, he looked kind of older, but he said he lived with his mom this whole time until just now. So you know, you're like, this guy's a little weird.
1: Yeah, and then they go check out the mom, and she's missing. But but there's a bunch of cats. A
2: lot a of sh- cats. Cats a on ton of cats. Cat. Like way too many cats for one
0: person. And we definitely thought at that moment that this motherfucker was dead because she's like, the cats were how the cats only howl when they have food, like when they want food. <laughs>
2: yeah, it was weird. It was a weird situation to be in. I was like, "We're gonna
0: just see a bunch of cats eating a corpse right now. This is gonna be morbid." (laughs) And then they've
1: got the once they've got the taste for blood, you know they're
0: coming for you. What do they find in there, though?
1: They find a shrine to the
0: lady that got murdered. Very
1: creepy shrine
0: because it's like (laughs) it's a shrine to her, and then (laughs) it's the I forget his name. Um, wesley wesley it's like his heads trans like cut and like transposed onto all the pictures where she is like so so looking back in retrospect in this episode
1: all these things are plants right yeah yep so which i guess kind of so there's one of two explanations for this i guess three One is that they were just done half dash because they were doing them very quickly. Like, the two murderers were doing them quickly to, like, set up the story. Second explanation is they're intentionally bad because they're making, like, a, like, a old school like, sort of campy horror flick. Third explanation is they're just bad at art and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the best they can do.
0: The the only other thing I can think of is that uh, Wesley is a method
1: actor. <laughs> And he was like, this is, is what I would roll. do.
0: <laughs>
2: but does... Wesley doesn't even want to be there, does yeah, he? Yeah, right?
1: Like, he has well, also been essentially kidnapped, right? Yeah.
0: But, uh, yes... Like, but you're saying he was
1: like, oh, well, since I'm here, I might like, as well...
0: It's a situation... I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna give him a pass, because it's like, there's been multiple... Like, this dude could just go and confess, or, like, go and yeah. be like, hey... I this cra- I got this crazy duo of snuff film artists that are like doing these insane, elaborate like s- serial killings. All I'm saying is, if my
1: mom found out that I killed several people to like to like save her, she would be very she would murder me <laughs> once I got her out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's an awkward conversation. <laughs>
2: yeah, I-, I mean, unless they're really bad people. Like, if he murdered those other murderers. We got a Dexter yeah, situation fine. on that's our hands. Totally then it's like, is that okay? Like, but if you're
1: like mur- if you're like killing innocent people,
2: yeah. Marley <laughs> didn't do anything. She just got murdered. But did he? Yeah. But he didn't, he didn't murder kill her. her. Yeah. So like, he got his mom kidnapped and blackmailed into murdering Patrick Jane by Ruth yeah. and Dylan, who actually killed Marley.
0: Yes. Well, so it was, it was Marley's roommate that killed her. I think. Or Dylan,
2: yeah, Ruth or Dylan. One Dylan of those is
1: the yeah. Whichever one. Marley's the one that died.
2: Yeah, Marley's dead. I Jack mean,
1: Sparrow's daughter <laughs> is
2: is so. I mean, you kind of got to give him a little bit of a pass.
0: He definitely has a pass, but he's you also know, an I'm idiot. Not, I'm not giving him that much of a pass, like, well, because it, well, like it's. It, it there he has showed no remorse on everything that he's been doing like, but to, no but to be fair he hadn't done anything up yeah. until the point
1: where he's about to kill Patrick J. well
0: it, well from the from the final conversations he like he was supposed to kill um the first lady Marley the first lady and then like Dylan ended up having to do it because he panicked at the last second but like but he's still following like it's not like he's like oh shit this is bad I have to go like he's still literally following everything He's following Maybe. the script of everything Maybe that doing. Maybe he had his own doing. master plan,
1: and he was, like, just trying to buy time like, until... He, he like, is
0: clearly an accomplice to these two murders. No. <laughs> I just I, think he's not, I like, the smartest you... person,
1: and but, he's, but, like, getting baited into...
0: Yeah, but,
2: how, so, okay, so he let's, let's run this back just for a second. He joins yeah. up with Ruth and Dylan, who are part of the film club and were also part of the... Or he's the only one that was in the film club, right? Ruth and Dylan target. I assume
1: they were in the film club as well. I don't know if they established that or not.
2: No, because they say that the only overlap is. So I guess if Ruth and Dylan weren't in the class, whatever, if they're both in the film club, that's fine. So they're both in the film club. They get to talking to him and they get to bring up to the point where it's like, we're going to actually kill this person. He backs out, doesn't realize that they actually kill her and then kidnap his mom and say, if you don't do everything we say, we're going to kill her too. So So at that point, he knows that they killed them. Yeah, but so, 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 but that's the. So even if
0: he's in the loop, that they're creating a snuff film with real killings. So even
2: if even if that's the case, right? He knows that they killed this person, and let's let's assume that he was on board initially that a snuff film was going to happen. He backed out before the killing happened, right? He didn't do the killing, so Dylan had to do it. Okay, so now. He knows that that's happened. He should go tell the police. Mm -hmm. But Dylan and Ruth have kidnapped his mother and say, if you tell anyone, we're going to kill her. As he's seen Dylan already just murder someone for a movie, he's probably not going to go tell anyone. (laughs) He showed me the knife. Like, so then now he's stuck, right? And I'm not saying he's right in, in doing what he did, but- I get where he's coming from, which is why I'm giving him a little bit of a pass. Not a full I giving, pass.
0: You can give him a pass. I ain't giving him a pass. This dude That's was fine. this dude was fucking all about this weird snuff film killings. Alright. Let's just I think this has
1: come up before, but he gets a legal pass, but not a moral pass. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> not a moral pass. Oh god. We have we are all over this. somehow only having one episode has made us go crazy. We are well, all over this episode. Well, I mean,
2: there's <laughs> well, not much
0: more we're to talk about. we just following the threads. Let's talk what, about the Christina Fry stuff. How's that? How's that whole thread resolved? We'll just focus on like the the big. She, things. she gets kidnapped. <laughs> she does get kidnapped. So basically, well, we don't know if she gets kidnapped <laughs> or well, she that's true.
1: Or, or she leaves. Yeah. Well, so
0: so there's it kind of comes to a head with Jane, right? Because Jane is, like, still, like, limbasting her. And she's like, what the hell? Like, I, she has a pretty good line where she's like, like, if Red John comes through the door, like, what, what are you going to do? Hypnotize him? Like, what, what's your master plan here? Um, we, You should have pulled the, I've killed a guy. I've killed before. She's <laughs> she's very cocky until, I think, Lisbon at that point gets a call and it's like, oh, that person you did the TV interview with is dead. <laughs> um yeah. And that, and then it, we find out that hey, like it's it's actually Red John now that's like entered the fray because Jane goes and visits, and he's immediately like, oh shit, this is it. And like, what's cool, and I'll, I'll have to see if the show continues to do this, but um, the the like the Red Jane music changes a little bit when he goes to the real Red John killing because it adds the I can't imitate it, but it adds like this like. Mm, like it's like this like weird humming thing that gets added onto it, huh. and I only noticed it on that on the actual killing as opposed to the like, copycat killings. I didn't even notice that. That's kind of neat. I could be I didn't totally know there wrong. was music. <laughs> I could be totally wrong on it, but um, and so Christina Fry at this point is like, yeah, okay, so like that's you know we're good. Like like he's fulfilled what he wanted to do. Like I'm I'm good now. Like uh, all this kind of stuff. And uh, so they kind of end ended on kind of like, or they end their conversation on kind of poor terms. Um, And that's when like Jade, I think later in the night, calls to, to talk with her again. And Van Pelt picks up being like, hey, like she's like in the shower or something. Like, do you want me to go get her? And that's when we find out. Wait, what's so funny? Nothing. What? Scott sent me a stupid
2: message and I had it I have my Gmail open on my other <laughs> monitor and I clicked on it and I read it and it made me giggle.
0: What what's the, what what what's going all, on here? All, all it says <laughs> To be okay.
1: fair, it wasn't it was prompted by something he said
2: <laughs> that I said? Oh, before. Yeah. yeah, so okay, here's another ridiculous tangent. Oh, no. Sarah, Sarah wanted soup. I made her a ludicrous amount of soup cuz that's what you do when you make soup. <laughs> and Scott Scott just sent a message that says, you're in a vat, you have a spoon, you know what to do, and it just it just made me chuckle. <laughs> Anyways, don't worry about this, listeners, we're losing our minds tonight.
0: Oh, God.
1: Right. It, that's, a tu- that's a touch back to a previous story
0: that's been yes. on the podcast. Our avid podcast <laughs> listeners will remember that. Um, but no, so they... <laughs> They, she opens the door, and uh, Christina Fry is nowhere to be seen, and we see, like, the open door of the balcony or something, right?
2: Yep. Yeah, like they, somehow the guards that were guarding her room, she either got Are broken into or she just dipped, and they didn't no. hear
0: it. So do you guys think she got kidnapped then? Because I
2: didn't get that feeling. I think she's in love with bread, John. Could be. My... my my feeling was that, and maybe this is the naive feeling, is that yeah, she's gonna die because Red John's gonna kill her. No, that's my that was my thought. Like he went and killed the the woman that interviewed her. Christina Fry's next. I don't know if Christina Fry's coming back. So no,
0: that's my uh, thought. And how? Okay, so give me the give me the final like the 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 confrontation. With Leslie. what happens there oh this is so weird so
2: um in the in the picture and the not in the picture and like the shrine that this guy has with Marley they find a picture that has a specific restaurant in a specific area that Jane picks out the location and recognizes that this has got to be the spot where he has his like secret hideout whatever So he goes he goes to that area like the whole team goes out to all different areas to try to find this spot. Jane finds it, calls Lisbon and is like, hey, Teresa, I found the spot. It's this address. I'm going to wait outside until you get here. Leaves her message. Obviously, he doesn't wait outside until she gets there. Goes into this like abandoned hotel. And as soon as he walks in, gets clubbed over the back of the head. Uh, and gets passed out commercials, and then it comes back, and he is like cellophane wrapped to a chair, and Wesley is standing there with a knife, and I don't, I don't remember what he says, but he's like, s- he's just says like soup. It's he's acting, right? He's saying some super cheesy lines, and Jane. Sitting some would
1: in, say hacking. Yeah, he's <laughs>
2: he's really hacking it up, and Jane's sitting in the chair, he like. He it initially he's scared, but then I think he realizes that this kid is as terrified as he is and is just acting. And Jane goes full bore like, come on, dude, give it your all. What are you doing? Like, you're not try it again with some gusto. And he's like trying to coach this kid in acting. And then you hear Ruth and Dylan like, cut, you're ruining the scene. All of this bullshit. So he, Jane lays into them and he's like, you guys are just. Shitty actors and shitty people killing people for no reason. You're trying to make enough films, blah, 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 blah. And then they get back into it and the kid looks like, so Ruth and Dylan are like, we're going to kill your mom if you don't kill this guy. Um, So he looks like he's going to stab Jane. He's like, I'm sorry. And he winds up to stab him and he gets shot in the leg. And then Ruth and Dylan both get shot in the chest. And they're dead, and you're like, "Whoa, what the fuck just happened?" And so <laughs>
1: it must be Lizzie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so all these people are all these people are getting shot. Um, and what we assume is that Red John is here, right? Like that's the only inference we, we can music. make. Yeah, you get the Red John music. Jane knocks himself over in his chair, trying to see what's going on. Um, people are getting shot. And Ruth gets her throat slashed. Uh, Wesley's probably not going to die, um, and sits up, sits up Jane in his chair, and has this like creepy ass mask on, and is taunting Jane and says, "I don't know. It's a it's a poem by Tiger William Blake.
1: Tiger, burning bright in the forest of the night." What immortal hand or eye could frame thy fearful symmetry?
2: Yeah. So he says that. And then I, I'm, from my recall, oh, he also says roll tide. Mm-hmm. Which,
1: which is a touchback to something we didn't mention <laughs> at previously. the very
2: beginning of the episode uh, when Christina was reading the waiter. She was like, there's something about roll tide and her the guy's dad or whoever passed away was an Alabama fan. Also, Mark Ingram Jr., we're back <laughs> on the Mark Ingram Jr. train. Oh, but yeah. s-
1: we never, we never got off.
2: We never <laughs> left. Keep it rolling. But so he says roll
0: tide and then leaves. Uh and that's so what do you do you think that means that like he was listening in on the, the conversation at the beginning of the episode? Do you think it's more that he talked like that's something he got from um, Christina Fry herself, or what do you think? Or was he there? See, I yeah, think... yeah, like spying on him.
2: Whether he was there or he had a minion there, I think that's more likely in my head. In my the way that I'm thinking of this, that's more likely than Christina Fry being the one who gave it to him.
1: Yeah, I think he always has someone tailing Jane. Yeah,
2: at all times. <laughs> yeah. I would I would tend to agree. Um, or he's
0: the waiter in question. He could be the waiter. Oh my god,
2: the waiter was bigger than this guy, though. Yeah, but I mean, he's wearing this like big trench coat.
0: You can't quite tell, you know, how what his body proportion ge- is. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Um, <laughs> you also have yeah. like a like a higher like a higher tenor of voice, hmm. um, which was I don't I don't know if there if there was any like they were trying to like do anything with that, but. Um, but yeah, and that's I think the end of the episode
2: is Jane uh, going back to his home mm-hmm. where we see him again lay down on his mattress on the ground with right above or right below the Red John smiley face. And the the scene or the episode closes with him repeating the beginning of the poem Tiger Tiger burning bright in the forest of the night, blah, 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 blah. And then cut it. Call it a day. seems a little rude to William Blake, but okay.
0: <laughs> Sorry, William Blake. We are, we already <laughs> said your shit once, buddy. <laughs> the only other thing I think that um we should say about that scene is after the Red John character like leaves saying roll tide, um, the camera has a close-up on Jane. It has a close up on Jane, and Jade like is like almost has like a deranged smile on his face, you know, like like it, this dude is like in, in not a great spot. He literally was like seconds from being killed, and there's like, watch people die in front of him, but it's like all over the place. And he has this like almost grin on his face at the fact that Red John was there. You know, like it's some. Um, Do you think I, he learned something? Probably. Uh, we won't know, but he's definitely. That's like the next nugget that he's trying to figure out. So, I don't know. It was good. I liked I'm, it. I'm hoping that the season premiere of the of season three is like continuation. a continuation. It has to be. I yeah. I feel like usually they'll turn the page and like just do a whole but I think it has to be I
1: mean it has to be of like them following at least the case yeah. of like Christina Fry missing and stuff. Does it though? It has to be.
0: We'll see. Yeah, we'll find I'll bet. out. I mean, I'll I, bet. I, I also, 10 I thought I thought the the Bosco stuff was gonna come back up, like the 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 aftershocks of what the Bosco killings, but that didn't really come up again. The rest of the season, yeah. unfortunately.
1: I mean, that just shows that no one really liked Bosco very much.
0: <laughs> oh, poor Elizabeth. Ah, mm. uh, yeah. All right, go. So what do you What do you think? Season two in general.
2: Ah, uh, I don't know if it was as good as season one. I yeah. think there, are th- I think there are things that are uh, maybe not better, but I guess more interesting. Like I love Hightower. I think that that character addition is fantastic. I did love the callback to getting Christina Fry back on the show. Um, maybe the maybe the bright spots and like the real tense episodes, like the whole Bosco thing you just mentioned might have been better than those mid-season episodes similar in the first one or in the first season, but it was, I think, less, and maybe it's just because it's not as new anymore for me, less, I guess, engaging. Uh, mm-hmm. It was still good. Like, I still enjoyed it a lot, and I'm I'm excited to keep watching, but I think, yeah, a combination of the new factor of season one, never having seen it, and, you know, just that is probably why. What do you think, Scott?
1: I think that season, I'm going to make a comment about season three, which I think explains how I feel about season two, which is season three needs to have its own story arc that's independent of Red John. There needs to be others, some, there needs to be some other overarching touchstone that they can either ties into Red John or doesn't tie into Red John but something that ties the season together so that it's not just a collection of episodes. A, a and not that Donald it, if you will. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some other place that we can go to that they can, sp- you know, keep the procedural stuff, but just another place that you can sort of, like, learn over time, something else to look forward to, because I get Red John is going to be this is going to be with, like, the resolution of Red John at this point is the series finale. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I get that they're going to be sparing with the Red John episodes, and they really do need, like, I think from this point on, and I think what season two lacked was some
2: sort of continuity for the season in general. Do you, to follow up, do you think Hightower could fill that spot?
1: I don't think so, but maybe, like, if she could have something, maybe. But I I don't think it's a character thing, necessarily, as it is more of, like, an idea. Like, if there was, like, you know, another group that was committing crimes across, you know, that, you know, whatever it was. Like, even, like, they had, like, the eco-terrorist ones. But something that, like, was a continual problem that they could touch across the episodes. And then sprinkle in Red John as they do. But then that way, and then you know you have your like own random at one-off episodes and stuff like that. But just something that makes it like this. This is what season two was about. Because like, what was season two about? It's just a, just a bunch of mentalist episodes.
0: I think. I think. But yeah. That's, that's gonna be. I, I think if you're looking for anything outside of that, you're gonna be disappointed because I think I, it's hard. Well, this is a procedural. That's show. what I'm looking for. Well. <laughs>
2: I mean, I think I think you can you can kind of make season two. You can kind of make the light the light, uh, link of like,
0: there was changes, right? A theme. Oh, yeah. you can, you can have like, overarching stuff, but like, I think the, the episode to episode, it's, the, I, I, unless maybe, maybe I'm, I mean, I, I don't know, I'm not going into this with different information. I just feel like the core of it being a procedural, which is, by virtue of its, um, of what it is, it kind of has to have that like, beginning, middle, and end to each episode. Um,
2: I guess I guess a question back to you, Scott though is that it's not that every episode has to have that that no touch. no
1: no no just something else to like intersperse along the season like right. it could be three episodes or it could be you know whatever yeah. but, four but, episodes right. so, that so, touch on it to
0: answer that then what is season two I think season two is an introduction of really good characters like I mean I th- I thought Bosco like that arc was really good the fact that they supplanted the um the secretary, yeah, I and guess. like she kind yeah. of was like slowly like showed up in episodes here and there. And then, you know, was reviewed. I think that be. could have been really good. The issue with that is they terminated it very quickly. Yeah.
2: It was a quick end. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I think, I think it felt like the second half of season two laid a lot of groundwork. Like it felt like now they're like, okay, like, like let's have high tower. Let's have this, you know, Christina fries coming back in this way. um, uh, again, the Malcolm McDonald character, like, there, it felt like there is um, more, like, branching out They're trying to kind of, like, set the seeds of, like, a multi-season show, um, re- re- compared to season one, which when you are in a new show like that, a, a lot of times it's, like, you, you can be a little bit more, like, risky and, like, go a little bit weirder in areas, because uh, you just kind of don't know what the show is yet, you know, like, I think they have an idea with what Red John is, but then Everything else between that is like, well, let's just like throw shit at a wall and see what sticks, you know. Um, I think I think
1: the- But imagine if like the Bosco episode had been the se- had been the season
0: finale. That would have been fucking nuts. I, I mean I think that episode was the best episode of this show so far. So like Yeah. I but I don't need it to be the season finale for me to think.
1: No, that. I think it was cool that it wasn't the season yeah. finale, yeah. but then I also wanted a similarly cool episode to also be the finale <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, I, yeah it's but the fact that it had that episode at all is I think the exciting thing for that but hopefully I, hopefully there's more stuff like that in a inner you know I I, guess like I, I, I can't expect it every episode but like
2: I think we actually mentioned it when we saw that Bosco episode that I think you get a bigger punch out of that episode with it being
0: episode six or whatever it was it was a shock. Because, it like the fact that like people were just dead on the ground at that point was like,
2: and it was it was but, significant characters in yeah. the like in the inner circle of the CBI. I think that's like you're you go what the fuck just happened?
1: No, you're, yeah. The only issue with this is that it raises the expectations in general. Yeah, yeah.
2: it does. It does. <laughs> I wouldn't disagree with you on that one for sure. And so so you just have to be episode. careful,
1: careful what you.
0: Careful what you're promising, basically. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. I think I think that's a wrap on season two. Uh um, Heyo. We, we will did it. Do a little bit of what we you know, if, if people haven't listened in before, uh we did a small brick between season one and season two. I think that's also the plan for season two and season three. Uh and we'll probably do some wacky stuff <laughs> we'll we'll have to We're
1: just gonna rewatch the craft again. No, yeah, we'll talk about the craft. <laughs> The second viewing, was it better than the first? Yeah.
0: (laughs) I might probably We'll probably do a week break uh, and kind of figure out what we want to do and then come out with an episode or two craziness and um, go from there. But if you want updates for when we're going to start season three, uh, where can they find us, Sacco?
2: Yeah, we'll probably be tweeting, not semi-regularly, but at some point at at Minds Crimes. Uh, And again, if you have things that you want to hear us try to do on a podcast hmm. hit us up at itsmindcrimes at com. we take we take uh suggestions from the listeners
1: Maybe a crossword or two. Yeah, you can do a couple <laughs>
2: crossword puzzles. We can look at pictures. No one does yeah, that. That's, and describe
1: that's them. That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, or not describe them. <laughs> no, just not describe, describe them. our enjoyment of them.
0: Yeah, I couldn't even bring it back if I wanted to because I never saved the Actually, you know, yeah, I still just, you just it. I still have my audio file. Oh no, I, no, I, I have the have audio mine. file. I don't have yeah. the, the pictures to go with it. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, that well, I don't know what we're talking about. This is gibberish. <laughs> yeah uh, th- thank you guys as always for joining me we got chris sacco
2: hope you guys enjoyed season two of our stupid podcast we'll see you in a few weeks
0: <laughs> Scott Lee. i'm gonna read this
1: because it's relatively short pardon me tiger tiger burning bright in the forest of the night what immortal hand or eye could frame thy fearful symmetry in what distant deeps or skies burnt the fire of thine eyes On what wings dare he aspire, what the hand dare seize the fire? And what shoulder and what art could twist the sinews of thy heart? And when thy heart began to beat, what dread hand and what dread feet? What the hammer, what the chain, in what furnace was thy brain? What the anvil, what dread gasp, dare its deadly terrors clasp? When the stars threw down the spears and watered heaven with their tears, did he smile his work to see? Did he who made the lamb make thee?
0: Oh, yeah. And I'm a big <laughs> What do you got for us, Adick? Uh Hey, Joel Silverstein. Shout out. My boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take it easy, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. See ya. <laughs> You know that you're the reason it will last forever. You're the start a staring back.